back here with King Rose Court uh, episode 3 on the Dynamo podcast network exclusively uh, good old Dynamo there doing his thing for the podcast network Woo-hoo! and um, this, yeah, this is episode 3 anyway two, good, two great episodes to start off my uh, tenure in DPN which I was very happy with and uh, I hope everyone had a great Christmas and a great happy new year and listen, those fucking lockdowns, that, that stuff, get through it. Just stay safe, everybody, you know what I mean? But anyway, you'll stop rambling on. Um, we just played, uh, we opened the show there with uh, Snakes and... Oh, fuck, what's it called? <laughs> snakes and Fables. We we know Jack, who, <laughs> who, who feature my guest today. Um, he is a very, very multi-talented musician in my opinion uh one of my favorite vocalists i think in this country always has been and he knows that um he's got so much to his vocal range and style you never know what the man's going to come up with next uh currently he, he's the, the skin he's wearing is is brannock but we also might know him as dave walsh but for tonight we're brannock brannock how's tricks bro <laughs> Good man, good, good, good. Good to see you. Good to be here. Yeah. And delighted to be finally on King Wall's court. It's an honor, bro. Took a long time, but we got uh, there. It did, yeah. We've been knocking around here for a fucking minute now, brother. You know, it's been a long time coming. So I, rem- I, remember you, I remember you when you were a skinny little punk with a skinhead. I remember that. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah. Punk and two diamond earrings. Yeah. A, lot oh, yeah. of, a, lot of piss of, a lot of piss and vinegar as well, man. 
that hasn't really dissipated too much. But, hey. uh, it's, it's, um, yeah, that was uh, that was back in uh, we started that band. Entropy was the band we met. You were you were chosen. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember we. Um, Jesus, that was we started that band. When we were 17, 16, 17, I think. Poor leash. Wow. With you boys, no, don't think Declan, uh, Colin O'Gorman, Neil Boyle, and we were looking to make some some different kind of noise. And I think obviously. Which is your bag and your forte? You have seen that weird noise I meant with these boys. You know what I mean? So yeah. we were we got a couple of gigs with you. When we were you know we started really getting out there. And it, was, it was it was since then I suppose you know. Yeah, there was a good there was a good uh, relationship between the two bands, which was which was great. Like I like I I always like doing that when I'm playing with, with bands. I like getting a good relationship with them. You know. Yeah, it's important. It's definitely builds a scene in the community. Like you know. Yeah. So um, I just want to, like, as you know, and everyone yeah. knows, my main, my bag is Irish metal. I'm trying to make sure people know about Irish metal. But we have a lot of very, very uh, mm. multi-talented musicians in, in the metal community, you know, in the, in the Irish music community. Yeah, yeah. Up. But of course, yeah. your, your background really was, did start off in metal, as, I, as we said about entropy. Oh. There's so many layers yeah, yeah, to yeah. you and your sound and... Uh, this is what I want to get yeah. to. So, give me a little bit of background on on your your uh, your interest in music and the kind of music you like and what you've done and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll talk about yeah. we'll talk about um, we know Jack and Black Tree and then the main mm -hmm. thing, which is Bannock. So, you start at yeah. the start from there. Yeah, um, I'm sure. As I said, I've been I've been gigging and jamming around a, a, a bit of a bit of a time now, I suppose, but. It started. Uh, started with when entry with with uh, some some friends of mine from, from school. Uh, we discovered Pantera at fourteen and thought the world had ended and began again. So uh, we were like, "We'll have to do that." And uh, we bumped into Declan, uh, the drummer, had known uh, these boys across the road called Sublicium. You might know them yourselves. They're a poor leash band. These were the coolest thing we'd ever seen. These boys had a, uh, a rehearsal space in their front room, and it was just rock and roll all the time. So we seen that. And we, we, we kind of got into our heads, hey, look, this is all I want to do this. So I want to I make this real. We had seen a lot of blast gigs and stuff. And I'm probably the people that remember the blast gigs in Temple Bar back in the day. I mean, that to me was the, was the, was the birth of, of seeing Irish people and Irish music and, and, and metal that we love happening in real life in front of you on a Saturday morning. And we, you know, I made friends for life in, 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 in the pit, in the pub, you know. Um, it, it was magnificent. So we went from entry, you know, we started getting to ourselves. Played obviously a few gigs ourselves. We played some some good ones, some ones I'd rather not remember, um, <laughs> some ones I can't remember. Um, but you know, we 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 uh, we we learned quick. We learned we, we learned young, and um, and from that I suppose I, I I got a bit of a hunger for uh, not only performance but sort of seeing you know how far we could push this metal genre, what we could do with it. You know, entry was very. I mean, even for its its own, you know, band, it, it was quite progressive. It was quite. New, you know, we were taking influence from old '80s thrash metal, new, the new wave of American heavy metal, Lamb of God, etc. Um, I really wanted to shake it up and give it a bit of a, you know, an Irish twist and Irish attitude, and, and you know, a lyrical content I was messing around with then, which helped me to grow then as, as kind of a songwriter and, and somebody who wanted to say something with a song, you know. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of went on for a while. Played after that, that kind of dissipated as bands do. They, you know, people get different influences, especially at that young age, you know. Colin started playing with Nefridium, uh, which were probably one of the best de or death metal bands I've ever seen. Yeah. Dominic Mahan was a genius. Um, class, man. Class, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And, and, and we, of course, you know, we were kids again and seeing that kind of, that style of death metal guitar playing. And he's a contemporary, he's a, he's a friend of yours. And you're like, what? Yeah. You could, so that really kind of gave us a bit of a gusto to, to really want to see what was, you know, what, what was to offer and what we, could, we, what we could offer, rather, the scene. And then he started doing some, 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 spent some time with Nefridium. And I started, I was in a project with Carl Levy and, and Colin, which is Illuminati or something like that. It was very kind of cult of Luna Neurosis Isis kind of thing, um, which opened me up, I think, to, to, to a whole other vocal range, a whole kind of that Rory. Now, when you haven't got three minutes to get as much in, and you've got a lot of space to, to put in. I think that was a whole other challenge I really enjoyed doing. And I'm, I'm all about kind of seeing what I can do with the boys of mine, you know? Yeah. And then uh, there... We kind of got to, I, I was on the hunt for something, you know, I've I, I been jumping around, bouncing, you know, jam to jam, playing the acoustic, um, goofing around, and eventually um, got on board to the and met the last one we know, Jack, 
And uh, that was essentially the first time I heard Ronan's guitar playing. I thought I have to play with these lads. Like, I, I, I need to. I need to find it. Um, and of course, they didn't get back to me. Bleed boards. I emailed from two months. And <laughs> so that was, oh man, two months I was hunting them. And uh, eventually I was like, yo, like, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm the vocalist, I am the vocalist you're looking for. And um, eventually got in, I'd already kind of, you know, in, in, you know, I already saw, I already saw I was written for them. I came in, I was like, this wood pigs call this now. You know, this is, uh, this is what I think we should do. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the rehearsal, I kind of told them, like, yeah, yo, so I'm in the band, yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's it's been with them boys ever since you know they you know I I can be a bit of a uh, a personality suppose and when I came in there first I came in kind of like a tornado you know it was everything has to be done so you know with them lads you know that they were very to to really hone into that you know what we could do with with, with the vocals and what we could do with melodies and and Jay Corbett as a drummer is probably one of the most you know I haven't seen hit a kid like that's his bottom you know yeah. so having all that together. And and a varied of influences. They weren't really metalhead for, for for the most part as uh, in, as much so as I was. You know, they were into kind of heavy rock and, and you know some heavy metal and stuff. But you know, I was kind of coming from the kind of garage and nails aspect of things, and they were from a different. So putting them two worlds together, which I really enjoyed, is, is putting that together and not really saying we're going to write this kind of metal. We're not going to be a death metal band, a grind band, a black metal band. We're going to be. A band and whatever comes what may will come what may and that's kind of the the, the ethos i suppose I've, I've brought into everything i've i've done for me for me my career i suppose um and back so we know jack we we um geez we we, we played a, a few absolute corporate gigs uh we got to the, i think our third gig we got the blood side metal the masses final um really? and we were playing against warpath so i was like jesus christ all right we're doing something right you know <laughs> um so we, we we went, you know, we're going home from then and, and gave it well. The lads sadly had to move to, to Canada and they, they were doing a two-year visa. It was, you know, kind of in. So we went our separate ways. We've still been in, in the studio. It's still there, you know. Uh, you know so it's getting them in the room. Um, and then thankfully found the last from Black Tree and jammed it out and tried another avenue, another challenge. Um, and from there, uh, we would play a lot of Factory, that was kind of more uh, sort of sloomy, dodgy kind of stuff. Sloomy? Doomy sludge, rather. You're welcome. <laughs> sloomy, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was, you know, again, that was with Joey Smith and, and uh, Dominic Smith, another an absolute cracking guitar player. Um, Adam Keller, another, you know, that man just makes atmospheres happen with guitars. And yeah. Again, seeing what we could do with that kind of genre. They were all kind of different genres coming in and see what we could do with that. Um, and between that time, I suppose, uh, I was kind of working on on my own, um, sort of bits and bobs and songs and stuff, you know. And it was always in the background of wanting to, you know, even get good enough to to try and sort of write songs. I was always quite, you know, self conscious when you're playing with these kind of players. It's it's easy to be self conscious when you're surrounded with talent, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I'm the same. I I I was I I don't know why I do, but I always surround myself with the top musicians, and uh, then I have to you know ascend to that yeah, level not it's, it's not yeah. fucking easy and it doesn't get any easier as no. you get older as well like you know <laughs> no but it's a challenge and that's that's always what it is it, it, it's challenging yourself to sort of you know see what else you can do but i love it like you know um and in there i suppose from from, from we know jack days you know i admit uh i've got a very good friend of mine now lee um who has, has helped me come on leaves and bounds with my own stuff now at the moment as Brannock. But then we had done it, I don't know if probably had Townies and Blackguards was a track I'd done on, on Agriculture's album. And Agriculture oh. probably, you know, between ourselves and we know Jack, I think uh, we we were a sort of a breath of fresh air in, in a metal scene. And we, we, we gravitated towards each other and have remained sort of in, in uh, of, of similar mindsets uh, earlier on. He's another uh, another or, or metalhead con, uh, gone a different direction. He's, he's working with Tap now at the moment, so we should definitely check that out. Um, but he's sort of between that and, and, and Black Tree, and then kind of coming to to where I am now. It's all been some, it's been a bad journey, but um, I've learned so much on the way, and, and, and I've been surrounded by some, some absolute amazing bandmates and, and mates, thankfully, yourself included, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, I just always, I was always fascinated by your journey, I always have been, as you know, and um. I just like, I mean, what really attracted me to um, We Know Jack was 
the 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 mix of it's almost like Rollins band with Mike Patton on vocals, like you know. <laughs> and that to me is nice. That to me is a fucking a really nice thing, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I would have always yeah. liked Patton, yeah. Patton is a. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. And then yeah. Black, Black Tree, I don't think got the the traction amount of traction that it should have got. Um, yeah, yeah. We've, um, we um, I think we played a couple of shows. and We've been in the studio for a long time, and and, and we've been kind of jamming out some stuff and uh, and kind of figuring out. I think again, you know, because we started a band, you know, they had they were a, a, a nearly an indie band called Completely Different Animals, and then I joined, and I heard that tone, that really deep sludgy tone. I'm like, hold on, uh, can we just? Oh, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna run my vocals along that line. <laughs> as opposed to the melody line, and we'll see we go with that. And it got, you know, someone called this a sexy version of Corrosion Conformity, which I thought was awesome. Oran, Oran, um, Oran from Overdrive <laughs> called us the, like a sexy version of Corrosion So I was like, okay, I'm having that. Thank you very much. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just between kind of like we had a basis there for Lawrence, who's, who's gone home uh, to America, he's, he's living in California. So uh, we kind of we made the EP, the EPs still have a kind of in, in, in the catalogs as it were, but we kind of we made the EP and, and he said he was heading home and I kind of you know I've been writing songs I thought maybe this is sort of I'll try something different now you know but um, for the time with Black Tree I mean it was it was some of the some of the best songs of your life you know there mm. that was a band of friends you know we all kind of got together and jammed and then it, it became something that's, that was going to kind of grow we played some cracking gigs in Limerick. With the lads from uh, Zephyr and, and New Age and so and stuff, the Limerick scene was cracking. We enjoyed every minute of it down there. And them boys are hospitable. They love They'll it. Keep up six in the morning drinking, but they're hospitable. Yeah, <laughs> they love it down there. They really do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. The scene is cracking down there. So, um, what? Um, uh, so there's no nothing happening with Black Tree now. That's is that the owner? Yeah, well, it, it sort of, as I said, we we sort of went our separate ways in the sense that Lawrence was heading home. The lads are still jamming, but I had kind of, you know, we'd done the EP, and I, myself personally, I thought it was like, you know, I've, I've kind of I've said everything I wanted to say with this kind of sound, you know? Um, and we kind of, we went on our separate ways, and, and, and they're still, you know, still actually best friends of mine, like I love them to yeah. bits. Um, and I love the fact that they were so open with that. When I sort of said, look, guys, I, you know, I kind of want to move on. And they were like, yeah, cool, man, okay. You know, best luck with everything, and I hope everything works out well, and just send me on your stuff. Which is so professional and so, you know, caring, I think, to, to, to want to see a person you make a music with and create and with do well and, and create and, and want to do more, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, so we, we, uh, Black Tree, it, 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 um, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say never say never when it comes to music. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'll always get into a studio with somebody. I'll always jam, you know, I'm never, never done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's it's onwards and upwards and, and, and kind of continue on, but it's you know we heart we heart and soul goes where it is, you know, and that's low down and dirty. So <laughs> <laughs> you have a black heart, all right. <laughs> um, oh, Jack, damn right. Listen, um, would would any kind of would you think any kind of you wouldn't say as you said uh, never say never, but like I mean, if mm. if, if if an interest in metal project came up again, would you jump at it? Yeah, I I mean. Not that I was, I mean, I, I, I was only playing the Slayer on the guitar earlier on. The, 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 the rhythm of the guitar and, and, the, and the, the tone of it, it, it gets me soul, you know? So I could never say I'll never play another metal band again. It's impossible. It's, it's an impossibility. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's my first love. It's, it's, it's like, you might go and discover every other thing that's amazing, but you'll know, realise the reason you got into stuff and the reason. I, I'll give you a funny story, right? I got, I got my electric guitar. Uh, I got it off, gifted it off a good friend of mine. Uh, from a past brother of mine, Andrew, may you rest in peace. Um, and he, I got the guitar and I couldn't figure out the tone through the guitarist. The only way I could figure out the tone I wanted was to go full game, get as heavy as possible, and then I could figure out, oh, that's what it is. Because my brain is so tuned to heaviness, you know what I mean? And to that heavy beginning. So yeah. it's always going to be there. It's, you know, and, 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 and to answer your question, um, yeah, I definitely, if it was the right project and, and I felt like I'd add something to it and sort of say something I haven't said before, yeah, definitely. You know, I, 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 I will be open to the idea, definitely, yeah. I want to throw a, an, a, an invite out to you and another good friend of mine, Tony Carberry. Uh, I'd like the three of oh, us... Hello, Tony, well. Well. I'd like the three of us to work on something down the line, somewhere. That, that sounds interesting as fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll be very well, interesting. Tony, where you are, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, 
it's up to you, Tom, if you want to join us. <laughs> yeah, I've known Tony since the ASEC days. Yeah. Um, I think we played before one of our first blood stuff together, I think. That blood stuff that's the last. Um, oh, we had some fucking crap. He's another amazing uh, musician, uh, front man. Yeah, he really and, is. Very. Uh, yeah. Oh, look, that's why I love, I love people uh, that aren't afraid to, to, to do, go out of, of a comfort zone. They're the kind of people mm. that, inter that interest me and that I'll keep going yeah. back to. Yeah. And um, well, yeah. that, that, you know, that kind of thing was when, when people heard that first, like, you didn't have a what band? And then we'd seen what you were doing with Sacred Blue, and I was like, of course. <laughs> yeah. It made complete sense. And again, another reason why I so much respect for you, for you as, as, a, as a musician as well is that kind of, let me just try this for a second, you know? And it needs to, you need to do it. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, to be honest with you, uh, if, if I didn't have the Sacred Blues band, I would have went fucking mental. Because initially, when Two Tales of World broke up first, mm. well, when we had the hiatus type thing, I still had the Sacred Blues band. And I was still going with them, and we were. And I, I mean, that's you know, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. that's a that's a, yeah. that's a fun band. That is a like we're just jamming. You need it for the brain. Yeah, and it's so different. Like it's the total opposite yeah. of the two tails. And there's no, there's no. Um, I'm not doing any writing in that band. I'm just playing and singing, and I'm doing more and more singing now, um, because Mel, the singer, she's a fantastic yeah. singer. Once you realised that yes. our voices click together really well. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, let's do more and more." So, like, like mm. that, like you know, and I will try anything. Like yeah, you yeah. said, I, you know, if I think my voice will lend mm. something to anything, yeah. and someone wants me to do it, I'll do it, no problem. You know, that's it. I, it, it, it I'm the exact same. I, mean, it, it, I think because as vocalist, I think you know, I was lucky enough as a vocalist. My dad had you know Billy Bragg and, and Tracy Chapman and and, and the codes and and you know all of that just in the car in in and Tim Lizzie, just in the car in the ether around and you're singing away that in the car and I know the words every bleeding Oasis song I, I'm not a big Oasis fan but they're yeah. just from being in the car driving me you know what I mean so them kind of melody and that kind of that kind of input from or I suppose input from 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 the outside into your brain um if if vocal is something you gravitate towards you don't have to learn something new you can just sing away if you've got a tone or a, or or a idea for a melody and you can kind of sing it away you can mimic you know you can sing Tracy Chapman you can sing and Billy Bragg you, can, you know when it comes to that kind of thing of to have that open ear I suppose it gives you a bit more of an open mind you know yeah. um, and that I think gives itself you know I found I became a better singer as I sang more with the guitar at home because I was looking to I was bored so I'm singing Christy Moore covers and, and, and David yeah. Dempsey covers but then my voice my voice got more strength and more timber because I'm Mimicking Luke Kelly as opposed to Phil Anselmo. So there's, you know, you, you'll get, you'll, once there's a cross pollination there, they will both lend uh, credence to the other, you know, in my yeah. opinion. But, no, absolutely. You're dead yeah. right. Because for years, like I love, I've a, I like to think I've a good vocal range, which I think I do. People have said it, so I'm not just blowing smoke yeah. at me on arse, like, you know, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, like people, mm. just, people just say to me, oh, you sound like Kirk Winston or whatever. I, I never intended to do that. And maybe early on in 2000 yeah. World's career, I sounded like him. But more people now mm. are saying I sound like like more like Tom Araya when I do me heavy thing or whatever. Like you right. know, I'm like okay, fair enough. Lucky, yeah. I'm, lucky I'm in a Slayer cover band, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know. But, to get over really yeah. So it's just gotta. It's again, like you say, it's it's getting the right balance, and I always like to. I, nowadays, with, with my own stuff, with Two Tales of Wall, I'd, I'd rather, I always say to the lads, you can write the heaviest riff if you fucking want. Once I can sing to it, and not, I don't have to just yeah. go down the path of heavy vocals, you know, because I think it sounds, it's more, I think it's more impactful if you've got a really, really heavy song, really? and you've got a singer with that can do two or three different styles of singing, like, you know what I mean? It's a, it, if that doesn't have that, and if I think you'll find with the likes of say, like the neurosis cult of Luna, you know, that kind of sort of post metal, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. Metal, I think but, they call it, yeah. What, yeah, what I loved in that is that you've got this hum and drive of, of, of heaviness and, 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 and tone, but underneath that, there's these hums and like echoes of, of, of melody and, and, and tone that runs really through. And I think that juxtaposition of 
they're harsh and heavy with that light and vocal. I think once that's melded together properly, it's there's not there's no sound like heavy heavy music with some good, good clean vocals is superb. If it's done badly, it can fuck off. But any yeah. any musical badly can fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But, you know, and, and you guys married that very well. And to be honest, with you, I remember the first time I seen you guys walking up with Chosen. I thought this is going to be fucking. I thought you were going to be a real heavy, heavy vocalist, and I was blown away. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, you know, which is again, that's what you want to have. You want people guessing, keep them guessing. Yeah. You know? Well, what I like is I can, I can now and again, I can throw out a heavy vocal here and there, and then people go, oh yeah, so we can do that as well. Um, I'm not. I've never claimed to be the strongest heavy vocalist in the world, but I, mm. you know, when it, when it, when time comes to do it i can do it in my own little way you know <laughs> yeah yeah but that's it, it, the case of, of, of sometimes i think it's having the the stones or the way was all to go let me try this for a second you know and sometimes in, in, in a rehearsal studio, that's kind of difficult to do when the easy thing to do is just dun, 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 with the with the riff and, and, and it's going to yeah. sound badass but so is every person that's played that two three two three heavy on the e string with a with a group of vocal it's going to sound badass yeah. But if you can go, well, let me let me see what I can do with this. If I can come at it from an other angle, what about the upbeat? Or you know, that's where you're. That's where you're gonna find the gold. You, you know, let, you can go with the grain for as much as you want. But you know, if you start trying to figure out other things with it and, and come at it from different angles, that's where you get the gold. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. Um, tell me this, Dave. Um, how are you coping with the whole uh, lockdown and? Not being able to play music in anywhere except at home. How you get? How are you coping? It's um, I suppose with with, with the, the the new Bronick material, it's been a lot of writing time. It's been a downtime for writing, so I suppose I haven't missed, you know, the the, the full whack of, of 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 kind of you know the performance. Um, I miss it as as you know as an individual as a musician who likes to play live. But I suppose for what I'm doing now. You know, I wasn't that well known enough to, to as as the new project to be gigging. Now, the fact that I haven't been able to play music, I've been trying to go busking in town. Uh, you might see me out in town busking away, so have, have a look. And, um, so there's been that, but that's even knocked down a bit as well. So, I mean, it's kind of gone on so long now where you've nearly forgotten how much you missed it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's, I know myself for performing, you know, that's, that's a, that's a mental workout, you know, that's, that's something you can, that, that brings you to another place, another space and time, and you can, you know, I miss that loss of self in, in music yeah. a lot, you know, it, and you can get it at home, but it's not the same. It, it, that re reaction with the crowd and stuff like that, it's, you know, there is no drug gone that'll get the rush of, of hearing a crowd roar. There's nothing. <clears throat> so, um, I miss that dearly, and, and, and I'll take two vaccines in the face, and I'll be going to a stage as soon as I can, you know, absolutely. Yeah, so, I'm the exact same. How have you been finding it? Yeah, it's quite it's quite difficult for me to be honest with you because, yeah. like, I mean, even with the Sacred Blues band, we used to jam in, used to we used to jam in my kitchen in this kitchen actually, and then we used to jam in Mel's kitchen. But sure, now we can't even jam mm. because uh, some people are yeah. quite sensitive to the whole uh, COVID thing, and that's understandable. That's fair enough, you know. So. Um, and in terms yeah. of and in terms of two tales, half the band lives up north, so we're essentially screwed in that sense. You know, so Absolutely. yeah, so like, like, like I mean, it's it's gotten to the point where I don't know whether you heard last week's show, where um we we're going to be releasing um the old the 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 second album that never was. So we're finishing that, but that's we haven't been writing any new music, so we're re releasing the, the album that we had recorded. But we could never release. Yeah. So uh, we're just yeah we're just getting finishing touches onto that this year, and that that was would have been it would have been our second album. We're just gonna fucking throw it out there for people. So like there's, yeah. there's here's people making new music and we're bringing out old music. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it was you know it's it's that kind of thing where you know I think people are hungry now to just just hear and and, and just digest as much you know music as that as I can and. You know, if you're putting on things like Spotify and, and Deezer and stuff, I mean, it's become so egalitarian now. Music, you can just release it and go, "There you go, there you go, world," and see where see what happens with it. You know, yeah. and and that ability to just go, it's gonna, you know, cost us not as a band. We might, we've got the material. Let's just give it to the world. And you know, 
I'll definitely be giving it a spin, you know, and a lot of people I know out there in, in, in the internet world will be giving it a spin today. So yeah. to have that kind of ability to get that out there and, you know, uh, well, it's, not, it's not what you want to be doing, but it's, I mean, it's, it's something, yeah. I suppose, isn't it? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, um, that aspect, I know this is your podcast, and I'm sorry, but I'm just, um, <laughs> bro, I was that, talking, brother. That album was very special to us at the at the time when we recorded it, and there's an, yeah. and Dan was only saying to me that he thinks the lyrics are more poignant now, rather more so than they were when I wrote them originally, uh, because it I, it actually deals a lot with stuff that's happening now. It's almost like I was like Nostradamus mm. or something. I don't know. But um, so he he reckons that's the it's the perfect time to release it now, and I don't know if you remember, mm. um, Lara was a bit estranged from the band for a few years, and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like so we're now all kind of in a great a really great place where as like he he's, he's on that album, and Kelvin our drummer Brilliant. was drum, and Dave so we're all happy to finish it, and. Yeah. He, you know, so like, and that's why it's it's a, it's a big thing for us because it's it's a nice way to close. Even that, that. Mm. even that in itself is, is there's a cathartic, there's cathartic, oh, whatever it is, it's cathartic. Um, yeah. To, to be able to kind of get that out and release that music, you know, because it meant something to four people and or four or five people, and and, and now, you know, it, it still means something. I still go back and listen to to, to Win Jack's four DPs and, and the live versions of that. And there's a time and a memory of friends and, and that there's stuff with it because you made it at a certain time. You're able to release them that, that to the world now and, and hear it through different ears, I suppose, even, you know? Yeah, that's it. And, and I mean, like I have a couple of uh, backing vocals to do and, and my, 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 my single vocal, I think, is even stronger than it was then. I'm like, am I going to have to redo everything or just the, the bits I know yeah. I have to do? <laughs> you, know, you, you know yourself as a vocalist. Yeah. You're, never ha you're never fully happy, yeah. you know? <laughs> No, no, it's difficult. And even I know when I'm recording with Lee, um, they were changing microphones over a space of like you done that six months ago. There's a new microphone in there, and it's a massive change. And the vocals, you know, when you're putting it in, you, you, the change it might be that much, but it sounds and you you can hear it and it'll drive you mad, you know. Yeah. So um, it's uh, it's one of those things where you'll you'll never be fully happy. So it's a case of going right. Where 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 am I okay with being? You know, yeah. so I'm the exact same as <laughs> So tell me how you got to be where you are with Brannock. Because I, before you go on, before you go on, I just want to say it's a very, very cool departure from what you've done before. And um, I, you know, I, I, I really dig the songs that I've heard so far, you know, and I'm just saying, I was thinking, is there anything this man can't fucking do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 been a it's been a it's been a journey. As I said, it, it's you know I was playing a lot with Black Tree, and, and you know Black Tree definitely saved my life when 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 We Know Jack had, had kind of went in separate ways. I just you know if there's no music there, you can you know no music, no life. So and that was kind of we'd been playing a lot with with Black Tree, and we've been playing a lot of the same stuff with Black Tree, and, and coming over kind of you know I wouldn't call them tropes, but like different ideas for songs coming, and and, and I kind of felt myself as a vocalist. And as a songwriter, as well as a lyricist, I, I kind of did it all. You know, I, I kind of, you know, I, 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 all the kind of, I've written about every, every, every uh, content matter you can think about in kind of metal or heavy music. I've, 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 at one point, I tried it or wrote, wrote something about it. So I kind of felt it was, I, I said all I could say, really, or, or for that time, I, I'd never, well, I hadn't kind of, I didn't throw me back on metal or, or, or what I looked about it. I just thought, I think I can try something different. And I was living with uh, Leo Royal at the time, and I've been goofing around on some songs and, and with the acoustic guitar. And uh, I started taking them seriously. I was like, "Hey, look, you know, I can actually write a song here. I, you know, it might be on. I'm it's with the acoustic guitar, but I, you know, the chorus in the first, and it's a bit, there's a bit of melody to it. I've I've got something here. So so let me just keep on plugging away at this, and let me see what I can come of it. And um, so I just sat in the room and and, and played the guitar constantly. Um, tried to learn as much as I can, learn as many songs as I could. And from learning more, I, I, I added to, you know, skills that we picked up previously through, you know, playing via either, you know, playing a bit of drums or whatever. So having those ideas kind of 
come to a culmination in, in kind of an acoustic set that I was quite happy with that I geeked around and, and um, you know, some nice songs and songs that were, you know, I fell in love. So that was great. So I wrote a song about that and that was, you know, and then you, there's other things you see and you make observations and stuff like that, which is what Royce is kind of about. But there was songs I hadn't written before. There were, there were content matter I'd never touched before, you know. So it was that kind of, again, it was another challenge. Can I write a, a non-conceded love song? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Can I try that? Can I see if that's going to, something I can do without baby, baby, I miss you. You know, it was something I wanted to see what I could do as a challenge. And, you know, having those and then being able to go to, you know, Lee, who's been a mentor through the entire thing and be able to go, look, yo, this is what I have. What do you think? Is this, you know, can I do this? Should I do this? And he would go, look, let me have a look at it. He'd come back with, with, with you know, my kind of ideas percolating and distilled down into, into what it is and I can kind of put vocals over that. And, you know, learning so much about the, the process of, of, you know, the songwriting process, the, produce, the production of it, you know, how things are done to get the finished product was something that, you know, as a challenge, I, I wanted to know more about. I, I was very much a person who'd been in so many bands before where you could kind of divvy out uh, who's going to do what, but, you know, if I want to write the song, I've kind of have an idea of, yeah, well, I kind of want the guitar to be a bit like this, and I kind of want the drums to be like this, and so when it came to that, I can get a, you know, get help with a producer and, and grow, I suppose, and see what I can do myself and, and, and sort of push myself as far as I could myself as opposed to with a band, you know? So that's kind of how it germinated and, and, and now we're kind of right, you know? You know? And is it just you King and Sport, which is, <laughs> is, is it just you and Braddock or is there any additional musicians or that are, will be kind of long-term in the, in the project or...? No, it's, it's it's at the moment it's really just me working with uh, with, with Lee, um, and I'm looking to kind of get get my my, my the production uh, feather in my cap as well um, by by kind of getting it set up myself and sort of trying to produce and write you know my own stuff obviously with kind of guidance and help and stuff. But at the moment, you know, for I, I've, it's just me and, and himself, and I will be looking um, as I said when it comes to playing it live. I'll be looking to get some some musicians in, some good players, and uh, really get on stage again, man, because you know. I think I was a pretty decent front man, so I reckon I give people a good show, isn't it? Absolutely, and it doesn't matter if you're, you know, one thing I will say about you is it doesn't matter if you're playing an acoustic guitar or you're, you're banging a microphone off your head, you still fucking give 110%. You always have and you always will. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. So I can't bang my top of head anymore, I'll get a bit dumb, you know? I know that. Yeah. Concussions galore. <laughs> that was a... Uh... Do you remember Apple Rocks? You remember Apple Rocks, you know, right? I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of the first ones we had. One of the first rehearsals we had in there with a band. I was about fourteen, and uh, I think we smoked a lot of crap hash and drank a lot of shite dragons bit and made some absolute noise. But that's when I started doing banging things into my head, and <laughs> I thought I was punk. It just really hurt. I don't, I don't do it anymore. I'm too old, you know. <laughs> I don't think it'd go down well at a Brannock show, anyway. <laughs> I do, uh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll still got the EP, we're still working on some of the moments. We're having an EP, hopefully, in uh, March, April, when I have that out. So. Lovely. Then we can start looking at some live gigs, you know? Um, where did the name Brannock come from? Brannock is actually, uh, the second name is David Walsh. Walsh is Brannock. And uh, oh. I suppose anglicised it a bit and just made it B-R-N-O-C-K. So it was easier to pronounce. Uh, when I start going international, man, <laughs> but Branagh, my, my uh, actual name is going to be four tattoos, but uh, it's my name in Irish, but in Irish it's, uh, it's a bit, I've, I've had it mispronounced many, many times. Breathnock, Branagh, all that. I was like, Do you know what? Let me just break this down a bit, you know? Because, um, yeah, yeah I, I've been looking a lot into, uh, I suppose, my own history, family history, and, and sort of the country's history and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, I like, um, you know the the the, gay, the Gaelic aspect of it. So I was like, I'll try that. See, you know. Dead. Um, I just don't think Dave, Dave Walsh just sounds a bit pedestrian, you know, for for yeah. a solo act. <laughs> DJ Dave I'm Walsh. Be Walsh. <laughs> mm. Um, what was I going to say to the um? Jesus, see, that this is what happens when I don't do notes and I just freestyle it with with some, you know. 
Um, yeah, that's it. Tell me this um, lyrical, lyrical stuff, lyrical uh, content. What are you going with with Brad? Is there any kind of what are you what are you dealing with on on this kind of stuff? And also, before you continue, before I continue, give give people an idea of like what Brannock is because when we are going to let them hear the uh, the single at the end of the of the podcast. Yeah, but just give them a little idea. Yeah. Eh, I suppose it's 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 a man who's been in the music industry's observation of what's been going on um, the past while from you know with. With the most recent single, I suppose it's it's um it is more of an observation. Lyrically, it's it's an observation as to how I've seen or how I've noticed a lot of musicians' interactions are happening online. A lot of things are happening. Um, I don't mean online in the sense that um people are engaging more online. I feel that there's a sort of a, a tract of, of 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 hobbyists out there who. Online are musicians, and online are, are, are um, bigger than what they are. But I've never seen them play a gig. I've never seen them do a show. I don't think they've ever done a show. I don't think they understand what live music is. So it was a bit of a poke at that, I suppose. And and a lot of my lyrics, Brannock, is tongue-in-cheek and, I suppose, insular observation, but also how that pertains to the outside world. I mean, uh, that's kind of... I don't want to be too serious. It's not going to have, you know, I'm, I'm not going to take it out of politics or blah, blah, blah. It, it, it is kind of, you know, my own observations of this city we live in, this country we live in, and, and my own space and place in, 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 in the world, I suppose. And I suppose just, just trying to shout it loud and shout it proud. I'm here and, 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 and pay attention, I suppose. Because my parents never did. So, I mean, look around now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's you know something. It's actually a great um, as, as bad of a time as it is. I think it's a really interesting time mm. to be able to gain some inspiration for lyrics. Um, it really is, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I mean, you're, if you're making new music, this is the perfect time, you know. <laughs> That's it, and I think it's fine. People have a lot of downtime now as well to to, to read a bit more, and you know, I'll pick up, you know, Plaston. So a bit of I read a lot of stuff when I was a teenager, um, and yeah, a lot of lyrics for, you know you pertain to it. But you know, getting all the reading a bit more, you know, trying to engage a bit more with, of the brain, um, as to you know, we've got the downtime now to, to you know pick up books and, and pick up things you might have looked at before and learning stuff that you know things that you would never have, have, have maybe had an interest and you can find interesting. So I found myself reading books on anything from ancient Celtic history to, you know, contemporary fantasy and trying to, you know, that all kind of comes into play, I think. Um, when you're writing, no matter what thing you ingest, I think it always is a way of finding itself back out in the art, you know? Mm. Like, no matter what you, you know, an opinion you take in a film, a computer game, you know, anything can come in. That, that when you start putting, you know, pen to paper, you know, I find that that will kind of rise to the top, and that 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 maybe observation you made will find itself into a, a lyric or a verse, and, and from there, then I'll try and get a germ of an idea, and with that germ of an an idea, then to try and you know mark out within four verses, three or four verses, what what, what I want to say. So that hasn't really changed, Brian. Um, I suppose the content might just have changed a bit more. It's not as visceral, we'll say. You know. Uh, we know Jack was a bit in your face, you know. I'd spit at you and then tell you what the story was, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Which went down a storm. It's not the present style, you know. <laughs> um, tell me, we're going to wrap it up in a few minutes. Uh, tell me some of your favorite albums, and they don't not in any order, but now albums, not songs. Mm. Albums that kind of yeah, brought yeah. you to the dance, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. I played top five albums since I was sixteen, but they're never the same album since I was sixteen. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, today. Um, yeah, I think today. Um, well, who's going to tell me? I would say Billy Bragg, uh, "Spy vs. Boy" would be probably one of my all-time favorites. Okay. Um, then 
if we were looking at say this this I've got a whole I'm I'm they're going through Spotify and my brain going, how am I gonna figure this uh-huh. out? Um but I mean the Smiths, The Queen is Dead, will always be a favourite of mine. Okay. Um Pantera for, for Beyond Driven was an album that changed my life. Uh Peter Story Terrifier as well was another game changer. Um what else? Downs first. Um and the one that probably got me most with Slayer was uh, Undisputed Attitude. So uh, not wouldn't be my favourite Slayer album, but it's the most that made me go, ooh, yeah. what is happening here? And it also opened up a lot of, that album opened up a lot of, um, a lot of crust punk, a lot of kind of older, you know, uh, DD bands and stuff like that, and I got big into their crust of late. And that was kind of going back and seeing bands who covered, you know, contemporary to the Slayer songs and finding out a lot about them. Um, and I'd say probably, uh, one of them, to be honest with Warm Rocks, um, uh, Dirge, I'd say it was probably something that really made me say, sit up and go, you know, I've heard a lot of grindcore from, and I, I'd like from, from Peter Stroh and stuff like that, but that was one of them mm-hmm. go, oh, okay, these boys are something today. Um, and that, I'd say, and I'd say Isis Panopticon would be probably the ones that really kind of made me, they just, no, they're albums that made me kind of stop and take note for a sec yeah. and be like, hold, let me, what's all this about? What, what, what's going on here? I'll digest and, 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 and you know, if there are as many albums when it comes to sort of metal, you know, from all facets of the world. They were ones that, as, I suppose, a younger man had kind of given me pause, you know? It's um, a, a nice mixed bag you got there, you know? Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Just you know, from from, and that's obviously them. You know, them influences vary from from you know, my father to be friends to you know, ex girlfriends, all that kind of stuff. It all comes into kind of to your your own kind of journey and your 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 uh, the reason you do it. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Well, uh, I think we'll uh, we'll unleash this absolutely class new fucking single absolutely. on everybody. Make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook, and follow tap on Instagram and Facebook as well. Give us a like. We're going to be giving it sucks going forward. Absolutely. Um, the, this is called Rise. And this is the one we were talking about earlier on. So, um, um, Dave, a.k.a. Brannock, thank you so much for coming out to, to the car today. It's been, it's been a pleasure to be in court, brother. That's the first time I've only said that. So, thank you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm the car to goodness, you know. So. There you go, yeah. <laughs> um, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an honour being on here. Too, you. Thank you very much. And look, we'll do something as I said in the future. We will actually uh, get something. Absolutely. If TC yeah. is going to jump onto it, then that's up to him, you know. Get Kirby, yeah. Get, 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 him, get, him on, get him on board. Get him out of here. Absolutely. Listen, yeah, thanks right. a million, uh, folks. We'll see you next week. And uh, King Wall's Court. Yeah, man. King Wall's Court is done. Thank you. <laughs> and that's it. Is it there? Oh man.